In each episode of the Rebel Educator podcast, you'll hear discussions with world-class educators, students, and thought leaders in education as I extract the tactics, tools, and routines that you can use as teachers and parents. I'm Tanya Sheckley, founder of Up Academy and host of Rebel Educator. I invite you to join me for these conversations as I discover how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine the future of education. Subscribe to Rebel Educator wherever you get your podcasts. EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed under the site in this program for those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to this episode of EduTech Guys Radio brought to you by Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative and Hope Public Schools, both located in Hope, Arkansas. I am your host, David Inark. Oh, hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. You would be Jeff. We've, we've got to get that nailed down. You know, this is get, turning into a habit. And I'm Greg Moore. <laughs> we've only done it 16 times. Exactly. So, you know, we're a little rusty. Um, <laughs> going to come up with a default order that we never deviate right. from ever again. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, today's show, <laughs> um, we're going to be talking with Karen Balbeer from El Paso Schools. Um, and she'll correct me if I'm wrong about that. Uh <laughs> But uh, we're going to talk about a new project that she's involved with called Five Clue Challenge. And uh, we'll also talk about the podcast that she takes part in, and it's called the EdTech Chat and Chew, which is um, very cool. Yes. Uh, it's, I, I say podcast, and I guess that's how you guys promote it, but it's sort of a it's sort of a vodcast, really. I mean, it's a video thing they do. It's very cool. Um, so uh, we'll be talking about that later in the show. Um, we are going to... Uh, give you the chance to listen to literally brand new music brand new brand new from Nick C called Built for Love it's coming out on his new EP uh, his debut EP as a matter of fact um and we've got the acoustic version uh, that we'll be playing for you later in the show so uh, Fancy. I'm sure we'll also have some kind of Google app feature of the week we'll tell you about where EduTech guys is going to be over the next coming months which is going to be very cool so you know cuz they can't find us if you know, if we go somewhere else in the world, because <laughs> the internet is only available here in Hope, Arkansas. Hey, so that's know. you know, we'll be like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> that's true. Is that a reference anybody gets in this room? I, I oh yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I guess we're done babbling. So, <laughs> without, without further ado, uh, we're going to uh, introduce and welcome Karen to the show. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do, and then we'll get to talking about uh, Five Clue Challenge. Uh oh, we lost her. Oh, there you go. <laughs> You've been found. Hi, I'm Karen Balbeer, and I'm an instructional technology specialist in El Paso ISD. Um, basically, uh, right now, I currently serve 16 elementary campuses. Um, wow. We're looking for a new ITS if you're looking for a, <laughs> a campus to serve. Um, so, yeah, it's a lesson load at some point because it is a lot. But uh, my main mission is to help teachers, train teachers, teach teachers, coach teachers, work one-on-one, um, anything, anything I can do to help them integrate the technology that they have on their campus in the classroom. And so that could be broad spectrum from their laptops, the computer lab iPads, smart boards, you name it. And uh, 
we try to use it um, in a nice seamless fashion in the classroom. So awesome. yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm running and running and running, but loving what I do. So <laughs> yes. very cool. We are yeah. familiar with that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, keeping busy between which like, six, 16 campuses. Wow. 16 campuses Golly. right now. Yeah. Man. And how many people did you say is on your team? Uh, well, our team has 12, but okay. see, our district has done something really neat. We've uh, we started our first one-to-one -one in the high schools, ah. and so it's kind of all hands on deck at the high schools. And I bet. So um, three of us are now focused on elementary, while everyone else is focused on the high school, and they're hiring two more for elementary here pretty soon. So we'll be a little more uh, a little more balanced. We'll see. Cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm. I'm are you good? You're making weird faces over there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is over there. Yeah. Are we getting nervous? Uh, yes. I, well, Je Jeff also is the producer, right? He's he's running all the stuff behind the scene, and we starts to make weird faces. We get worried <laughs> that like something's not working right. Are we are we periscoping? We are. Are we? Good. And I'm the only one that they can see in yes, periscope. Exactly. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> it's all good. <sighs> this is a professional operation. No. <laughs> Good night. Okay, so let's talk about, um, I mean, you just posted this, I don't know, like Monday, I think it was, the um, Five Clue Challenge, and I immediately jumped out there and was checking out some of the videos. That is one of the coolest things I have ever seen. I mean, really, it, it's very cool. Talk a little bit about, well, tell us what it is, since I'm not doing that. Um, and then also how you kind of came up with the idea, and I mean, obviously, this has been in the works for a while based on the location of some of those uh, particular challenges. So. Well, I'm, I'm going to say the brainchild of that is Mike Soskel. And okay. so he, I, I invited him, but he is at the dentist currently. Ooh. Oh, well, <laughs> that would have been fun to have him on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wanted to be here because, again, this was, this was um, started off with, it, I guess I'm going to call it his idea. Um, this summer he was traveling around a lot. He's involved in a lot of global projects. And so he actually, I, don't, I guess I shouldn't disclose where he was at in case you want to try these five clues. Um, and as he was out and about around the world, he decided that it would be a good idea to start making videos to share with his followers um, to have them guess where he was. And so through that, um, he came up with the five clue challenge, which the EdTech chat, chat and Shoe team decided to roll out. Um, and the project basically is uh, we want to get teachers and students involved in sharing five clues and to allow the audience to be able to guess what those five clues are. So they'll watch the video, they can do a little bit of research and try to narrow down um, where that location is. And the reason um, this is important to us is because, of course, we love Skype. Mike's a Skype master teacher, so is Diane, um, another one of our uh, members on our chat and shoot team. Um, but we also realize that there's a time zone difference if we're going global. Sure. And so if I, if I want to connect with a class in Africa, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit difficult for me to connect as far as uh, during the school day. And so by creating the videos or using video messages in Skype, we can kind of, you know, break the walls of that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, still share those video messages and allow the students to um, connect and learn about another area. So um, I think it's an a an amazing idea and yeah. the fact that if anybody can get started in it I know here in my area El Paso um, I can find a couple students to um, research a little bit of history and bring that in to try to share some of our clues and see if other um, other classes can figure out where we are yeah yeah it's yeah. very cool that's what I, I, I watched one um, I don't want to give anything away to our four listeners but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I watched one where he was in a place that was very very cold and and wet so there you go, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it but it was neat. I I, I like uh, 
I like the format where um, you know he gives the clue, or who, I guess whoever I say he because he's the one who's Mike, pr- yeah. yeah pretty much been you know videoing uh, videoing these making these, um, but uh, you know he'll he'll give one clue and then tell you okay you know now pause here and let the students do some research and they go out and they based on the clue try to figure out you know where he is or what he's talking about and it's the first clue is pretty general right I mean you know now what I like though is and and, and again I watched a couple of examples but getting back to the the, the cold wet one um, <laughs> I should find another way to say that I'm sure but <laughs> but uh, he you know he he also I think it's important he also used some vocabulary that you know some students may not have been exposed to so in part of the research it's figuring out just exactly what is he saying I, I understand he's speaking words that are in the English language, but what are those words, you know? Right. And, uh, and so that was, that was very cool. And then what he does is uh, he moves on to the next clue and says, okay, you know, pause here and see if you can figure it out. And then by the fifth clue, uh, you know, you either pretty well have it figured out or just after that he says, here's where I am. So right. it's very cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's very cool. And you feel like you're talking to him, right? Like, like he's really asking you the questions. Like, yes, he's yes. Talking to me. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it's somewhat like a mystery Skype, and uh, I, I love it. I love the idea. And so what we're looking for is we're looking for other classes or teachers or students to submit their videos so that we can post them on the website, which is fivecluechallenge.weebly.com, so we can build up that bank of videos. Because as as awesome as Mike is, we don't want every video to be created right. by Mike. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe it goes to some really awesome places he does we also yeah we want we want some other videos from other places because of course you can't get everywhere (laughs) we want him to but um yeah so just to to build that resource and and we're also looking for a way to begin organizing those videos because it's just a baby right now sure but uh, we're going to share it out and 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 see where it goes yeah i think that's going to be cool and and i'm thinking the edutech guys could do some contributions because we're going to be in several places Really, over the next few months. So right. I think I think that'll be that'll be cool. I think we could I think we could pull that off. Mm. We'll, I probably have to call. We'll probably have to call you back, and we'll be like, "All right, we're gonna need some help with this." <laughs> we're three bumbling tech guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give you some vocabulary words. You know. There you go. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that we'll have to look up before we can say them. <laughs> I think that's the idea behind it. Is even you know, if you are in a new place, a lot of times you don't think time to learn the history of the place or sure. learn the different landmarks of that area you're there real quick and then you're gone and so it does it, it it gives you that opportunity to stop and really learn about that place and just so that you can again you're learning about it but you're teaching someone else about another place that they maybe haven't visited before, sure so. yeah right. well exactly yeah. You know, and like yeah. and that one in particular, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many folks are going to get to go to that particular place. So, right. very cool. It's neat. Yeah, they can go to other cold, wet places. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Well, do you want me to tell you a little bit about EdTech Chat and Chew? Yeah, let's oh, talk yes, about please. let's talk about that. Okay, so um, we have a team. Uh, I hope I get everybody's name right. Now I know them. I know them all um, because. Once upon a time, about three years ago, um, there you know we're we're all working with technology in some way, shape, or form, whether it be in the classroom or as an instructional technologist or um, just working with one campus with technology. And um, we were all friends through social media, but we never had really all met face to face or in person. Sure. And so we thought, well, it'd be really cool to have a podcast where someone is on a different time zone, you know, across America, and we get together during lunch. And we just talk about the different things that are happening on our campuses so that we can 
learn from each other. Um, and so that's how it started out. In fact, we only have three time zones and not four. So, you know, we need someone from California, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, and so, yeah, we started talking about things. Um, one thing that has helped me a lot is they, you know, they, I, th- I feel like they've taught me, they think I've taught them, but they've taught me so much um, is that Mike and Diane are, are very global. And so um, they've, you know, they kind of kick-started, let's do these go- global projects. And then Andrea Keller, who's in uh, the Dallas, and the internet oh, and decided to her oh. background. <laughs> Go ahead, oh, sorry. sorry. That. that was us. <laughs> yeah. um, Andrea Keller had connected a, an idea for a global project as well that connected to her background in working with um, special education. And so we had put together a Kid Wish project. And, um, and then there was a virtual Valentine's project. And so we have a couple global projects that we're going to introduce throughout the year. Cool. Um, just again, to get classrooms connecting. Um, and then this year, I mean, again, we spent a lot of time with projects, but talking a lot about, um, I guess, our experiences and what's happening in our area. And then, of course, what's for lunch, because we're chatting to, we meet. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, and then and then this year, trying to go a little more global. So it's challenging me and I'm super excited about it because, you know, uh, these global projects are I mean, that's I, that's what we should be teaching our kids just to become globally aware. Oh, sure. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an awesome uh Awesome group of educators. We meet once a week for an hour, almost, you know, usually it's once a week. And right now it's on um, Mondays um, for Mountain Standard Time, 1130. That's my lunchtime. And um, Central, they're 1230. And then Mike takes late lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then we all meet for about 30 minutes and just chat and chew uh, different ideas and things that are happening in our world. That's very cool. And then is that is that something you guys do that? I mean, do you put it out there live or is it just something you guys meet and then you post them after the fact? Well, I guess you could join live. Um, Mike, actually, he's the one running the whole show. So what happens is um, we do a Google Hangout, which is live. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of teachers, again, in my district, it's it's difficult for them to jump in. And so we want we make sure that it's recorded so sure. that, um, yeah, it, it gets posted on our EdTech Chat and Chew Facebook page so that any of our followers can watch it anytime, any day, even if they're in Africa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, they can still view it um, if it's not a good time for them. But it's a good time for all of us to meet together and have our uh, little collaboration and learn from each other. Yeah, that's very cool. So yeah. what's, your, what's been the main course of topics? Have you had any one topic that you know keeps coming back every time you guys get together for the Chew in the Chat? No, there's not really one topic. But again, this year we're going to focus a little more global. So that's probably going to be uh, where more of our focus is going to be. Um, the topic always, we always, always talk about lunch at the end. <laughs> uh, always. What's for lunch? Um, but, but no, I think it's because we're, you know, we're all in different districts and we have, there's different initiatives, different te- technologies being used. And so uh, 65 and another district um, I think over in Kansas they're working with Google Mm -hmm. so you know again we're hearing different things back and forth but it it exposes us to you know the different issues and the different celebrations and how a lot of the technologies are very similar even though they're different you know and um, some of us are like yeah I get to use this tool and and you know the other side is like oh I I don't have to use this other one (laughs) that um, but then there's other things that we share in common you know um, integrating with iPads where we can share ideas and 
Um, one thing that I like is our group about twice a year, we'll try to do a game show type, um, uh, I guess fashion. And we'll invite some of our teachers that are in our district and we'll play a game against them. Um, and we'll pick a, maybe a popular game show and try to model it after that. And those are, yeah. I think our most popular. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're yeah. funny, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to check those out. I hadn't seen one of those. I've seen the regular, uh, chat and chew, but I've not seen the game show one. I'll have to go check those out. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Um, the uh, oh, I had something in my head now. Oh, um, so when you guys are um, talking lunch, I, I, this may sound stupid, but are you all eating the same thing? I mean, how does that how, how does that work? <laughs> what, are, what are you eating? You showing each other your food? I don't know. I'm just curious. Um, you know, Mike's Mike's wife makes some amazing food, and so you'll hear him talk, and there are things that I've never heard of before. I'm like, wow, that oh, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> and then, um, and Diane, there's a there's a food truck close to them, and so sometimes she'll spit out some of those um, really really great meals. Mm-hmm. And me, I'm kind of boring. You know, I'll have my tuna to go or my salad. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. Um, so and then and then Andrea is usually on the go, so she's usually packed some kind of lunch or is eating school lunch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't plan it out. I don't know if we've ever had the same lunch on the same, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would imagine that would be, <laughs> that'd be difficult to pull off. Especially, especially <laughs> like, Mike. I, I, he's, if I'm not mistaken, he's from, he's, I don't know if he's from there, but he's in like Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Is that right? Um, Newfoundland. 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 Yeah. Newfoundland. All right. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. But, so, but that is in Pennsylvania though, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't. Well, I, the reason I'm, at, I'm I'm originally from Pittsburgh, so that's why I, I don't know why I had Mechanicsburg. That's weird. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> but uh, that's probably where some of that weird the the weird names of stuff comes from. Believe me, I've, I've been there, done that. <laughs> well, and you know he's global, so when he learns about course, that's true, yeah. from other people, he's he's trying them out. So <laughs> he's like your own Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I had a so, question. So, um, besides your, what's happening big for you in your classroom, your career right now? What's... Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Okay. Um, all right, in our district, we have an early childhood department. And our district is humongous, okay? Um, it, really big district. <laughs> so, um, about 50, uh, more than 50, I should know the exact number, and I don't. Um, I think it's 56, 57 elementary schools. Um, wow. Yeah, really big. Sorry. Um, <laughs> can you imagine coming to help us out, right? Oh, I don't okay. want to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> we need you. Um, uh, like we need, we, we need our tech guys. Um, and so, so in our district, we have an early childhood department that kind of oversees early childhood in our district. And so you can imagine that's a big job. We have a lot of kindergarten, pre-kinder, first and second grade. And so last year they, um, they decided, well, we're going to implement, um, utilizing iPads in the classroom for learning. And so, um, they purchased eight iPads for each of our, our, um, our title campuses, um, for their classroom. So every single pre-kinder, kinder classroom received iPads. So I got to spend a lot of time working with pre-K and K teachers just to get the kids creating and the teachers understanding how we would use those iPads to create and make these um, products the kids would be proud of, their parents would be proud of, and sure. that would show um, show their understanding and learning, right? right. Um, and so this year it's gonna be first grade. And so yesterday we had our first meeting with um, some rock star first grade teachers. Um, so we scoured the district. No, um, 
and there were a couple of people that we collected. And so we're starting to meet with them probably twice a week and a couple Saturdays to develop the curriculum that will go along with what the kids are learning in the classroom and the teachers are teaching so that we can roll out iPads to first grade this year and um, get started using them to create. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm super excited about right now. That is very um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't major in, you know, early childhood education. Um, actually, I taught fourth grade for a long time. Um, science was my baby. I just loved science so much. <laughs> um, and so this is a different world, but it's just it's it's so exciting. Pre-K and K kids can do a lot of things with technology. Um, in fact, they're probably more comfortable uh, than some of their teachers are with iPads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, naturally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're like, hey, give me that iPad. I know what to do. Um, but you know what? They're 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 making some really neat things. So so I'm excited. I'm excited about just setting that foundation because these um, these kids that are learning the right way now, you know, when they get to third and fourth grade, um, they're going to be making some powerful things without having without teachers having to feel like they have to teach them how to use the technology. Right. Of course, right. we know they don't have to, um, but I think they're going to feel a little more comfortable with it. So. How, um, what platform are you guys like when you say you share with your parents so the kids do some work? What, what do you guys use? What platform are you using to share with your parents? The web, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest? Paper on printers. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I have to say you can print that out, but why when you it's, can? Oh, thank you for um, saying that. You have yeah. no idea how much we appreciate that. So um, the, the, the tool that I like right now a lot that we've been sharing, and of course, uh, teachers aren't limited to use what I like. If they find something better or that works better for them, that's okay too. Right. Um, but what we're doing is we're we're having them create uh, seesaw accounts. We're encouraging them to create seesaw accounts. Have you guys heard of seesaw? We have. We not. have not. I, I've heard oh, of seesaw. Gosh. I have heard of seesaw. You're but keeping I, secrets from us. I am, you? but I can't remember for the life of me. That's what I'm racking my brain. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. What is that? So seesaw is is an app, and it's actually free. Okay, and so a teacher can create a seesaw account. It's basically a digital learning journal, okay? Mm -hmm. So they create an account and then they'll add all of their students or they also have a version for upper grades, you know, if you wanna put their email address in so they can log in that way. But but for early childhood, I'm gonna stick on that topic here. Um, the teacher would create the account for the students and Seesaw has everything already laid out. So the teacher creates the account and then there's this little link that they click on or button that says, you know, um, they wanna get a parent letter. So it prints out the parent letter, it drops the student name into it and the teacher just sends it home. Well, that parent letter allows the parent to create their own Seesaw account for free. And the advantage here is as the students are creating things on their iPad, um, they'll, they'll take their iPad and they can scan into the Seesaw class or just upload their product. So they can upload whatever they create. And when I say whatever, we're talking about pictures or if they create some kind of video and it's not, you know, two hours long, it can't right. be a really long video. Um, <laughs> But also while they're learning, so if they learn a concept, they can open up the app, but they can also create within the app because the app has a note taking feature. The app has a drawing feature. The app has a microphone. It has a video, um, a video feature. So it has all of these features really kind of built into one and it's free. Awesome. <laughs> wow. It's free. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And so, so um, I had my own uh, child's teacher tried it out last year for her, you know, first time. So I actually got to participate as a parent. And, um, you know, I would be at work busy, you know, doing things and I would get a notification on my phone and it would say, you know, Kaylee's uh, an item's been added to Kaylee's journal and I would open it up. And sure, sure enough, there was some video that she had created in class. And as a parent, I'm smiling. I like I love this teacher <laughs> Absolutely. because yeah. I'm seeing what my kid made on the iPad. I, I just can't tell you how impressed, even though I know it's possible for kids to create things. 
but how impressed I was that I could see what she learned about the Constitution or um, a little play that her and her friends created together. Sure. Or, I mean, it was just, it was mind-blowing. And again, for free. So um, I think that's the big, the biggest thing that, that helped us out is that um, it's, it's, I mean, definitely um, getting our parents involved, right? right? They can have conversations with their kids because they're seeing what they're learning. Um, and the parents also know that we're using these iPads productively in the classroom, which right. is good. Well, and that, I mean, and that absolutely changes, or or at least, well, I'm going to say changes, that absolutely changes parent-teacher conferences. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, here, you know, that, that conference can really, it, it can it can celebrate the successes, and then and then the, the areas of struggle, you can actually, you know, you can kind of concentrate on those right. because the the parent has seen, you know, some of the products, you know, they've seen what the students are learning. They're, they're kind of, I don't know, in a weird sort of way, kind of going through it with their kids. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's process. very cool. That's really cool. I'm going to share that well, out. I just put that on Twitter, by the way. You can... Check out the app at web.seesaw.me. That's S-E-E-S-A-W dot me. And check yeah. out the app for all the listeners and the folks following us on Twitter. But, yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool piece. That's very Indeed. cool. And, you know, um, as a teacher, it's neat because uh, for the longest time, our teachers had the hardest time getting the products off the iPad. So, they, you know, they would say, how do I get this video off the iPad? How do I can't email it? We can't set up email on our student account. You know, right. all of these little barriers. And so by having the kids upload to Seesaw on the teacher iPad or by going onto the web, the teacher sees all of the child's work and they can download it from there too right. or share it from there. And so the teacher doesn't have to collect all 20 iPads um, or again in the case of pre-K K, where they don't have email addresses to email something to their teacher, the teacher can still see everything from one device um, sure. or from their smartphone the if they don't have a, a teacher iPad um, or the web like I said. So um, so it's a, it's a neat tool. And for PD, I'm not going to lie, I've used it for professional development also. I loaded my teachers in there as students and said, hey, turn in an example. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, I think yeah, that's, well, exactly. I think that's a great idea. You know, we do, we do a lot of PD that, that does generate products, or at least we, we ultimately hope that it would generate a product. But um, at, at, especially at my level, I'm at an education service center. So, I, you know, I get folks in and they do some stuff and then, you know, I won't see them again for, you know, six months or something, you know. So I, I don't get to necessarily see how they take what they, what, I, what I've taught them and turn that into something. You know, yeah, if it happens to be something we're doing in, you know, in, in that particular workshop or in that class, then yeah. But otherwise, you know, no, it's something they're playing with later. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, set up Seesaw accounts for folks and say, mm-hmm. hey, post it up there and, and share with me and let me see and check that out. And, and then the continuation on the student side, you know, you're talking about how, uh, you know, they have accounts for older students that kind of thing so um i don't know and and i mean obviously i don't know we barely knew well (laughs) one of us barely knew what you were talking about um but i'm curious to know if the students seesaw account can follow them throughout really their entire educational career is a a true portfolio right yeah so ultimately you know when they graduate i mean yeah it's going to have you know the goofy little I say goofy, but, you know, the stuff they made when they were, you know, pre-K, K and, 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 you know, early childhood all the way up through, you know, senior and high school and, and look at the, the evolution of not just the types of products that, right. that they produce and, and how they grow in making those products. But then, I mean, just the products themselves. I mean, you know, think about that. You're talking 10, 12, 14 years potentially of content and, and how that changed, you know, think about 14 years ago, 
what content were you producing? Yes, exactly. Right, and 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 what con and, and how producing similar content has changed. Right, yeah, I mean, and I can see it now. We're not letting you into this university because of your social media. Uh, we're letting you because that giraffe drawing from the second. Grade. <laughs> <laughs> we like that giraffe drawing. Uh, 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 what change would make no change? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, Seesaw has that feature. Of course, that's not a free feature, but it's totally worth uh, it. I think if a school district were to invest in it or a campus, and I know, you know, I, I, I wish, I hope, you know, at some point our district will do something like that, um, because I can, I, you know, I can just see if you're starting off in kinder and and there's a nice little portfolio following them through, and we don't have to pass along the folder. Um, or even in a district, if we're moving from one campus to another campus, and all of that content comes along with. Sure. How awesome. Yeah. As a parent, though, um, I'm going to get the content for free all year. So the whole year, my kid's in third grade. I'm going to get all of her content. I, I can decide if I want to pay. Um, and I did. I paid because I wanted to keep my child's stuff in a nice, neat area. I didn't want to add it to my 3,000 videos and photos on my saw <laughs> 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 uh, parent. And so I paid uh, $10 um, because I wanted her journal to continue for me as a parent because it, my school district isn't paying for that part currently and her campus isn't paying for it. So I paid $10 and it's gonna keep, it, I'm gonna keep track of. So when her teacher creates one for third grade, I'll still, still see her second grade stuff and her third grade stuff. And so again, as a parent, I get it for a whole year for free. Um, next year, it'll be free also, but it just won't be tied together. So right. it's still a really great product for free. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy it. And, and here's another cool thing. For our district, we uh, have a dual language um, program. And so you can actually have uh, co-teachers in your Seesaw. And so we've actually have a couple teachers that, um, you know, one teacher will teach the Spanish component and another teacher will teach the English component. Uh -huh. But they have the same class, so the parent doesn't need two accounts to see their um, child's work. So that's cool. I made some neat things, and and I, I'm just so thankful for Seesaw and the people who created it. So, yeah. Well, all, and then <laughs> so kind of the extension to that as a parent, then, and I don't know if this is maybe part of what you paid for, or if this is just part of something you might get for free, or even it's if it's even an option. But could you? Could you download your students' stuff mm -hmm. to save? So, mm -hmm. so even if even if the school wasn't doing it, or you know, as as often as the case, you know, the students don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. You know, once they've done it, but as a parent, we're like, oh, look at this. You know, basically our, our digital refrigerator, if you will. Yes. Um, yes. You know, so so you can actually download that and and save that to your whatever device my, you wish to save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Photos and videos. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they have um, they have other components built in where the teacher can um, you know adjust settings if needed within Seesaw where they can allow uh, parents to comment on their child's work oh. or not allow it. So sure. it's kind of neat too um, because then you know you're in my opinion you're teaching uh, a child how to um, I don't know I be in social media even though it's not it's not right. really social media but in a sense it is I can see my child's work and and um, type something back so that when they're in their Seesaw account, they can see that comment or if I liked it, you know, they'll probably right. be waiting to see if you like it right away. Um, right. And so there's some neat features, uh, uh, just a lot of potential in there and um, just exciting things for our kids. And especially, like I said, in early childhood, it's easy because um, the kiddo can, you know, if you only have one device, there's even a, a printout for, from within Seesaw because they just have everything ready for you where um, the students, pre-KK, even fifth grade if you wanted them to, they could just scan um, the class QR code 
and it'll drop them right into the class. So I don't know. It's just everything is just so so well thought out in there. So, like <laughs> that's it. cool, man. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so the the uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking much bigger picture, I guess. Um, parents can get in, obviously. So, what about other approved relatives, or you know, that kind of thing, or is it just a parent thing? The teacher has to approve it. So, um, again, we tested this out. Um, my husband uh, was not in country when uh, when my child's teacher created the account. So. He applied for the account out of country. I applied here, you know, um, and he gets the same notifications I get, but she had to approve it. And sure. so my thought is if it's going to be a grandparent, um, you probably have to just let the, the teacher know so that they know it's okay to approve it because initially they're probably only going to approve the parent. Sure, um, sure. And so if there's multiple parents, yeah, that's still possible. They'll still um, have access to their child's work only. Um, and, and again, if the parent, uh, the teacher tags more than one child, then those parents would have access to that maybe project. But yeah, yeah, definitely, more than one parent can be approved to see their child's work. That's cool. That is that's, pretty. Yeah. Cool. That, that's. I mean, that is slick. And look, the, we we didn't yeah. know we we're going to talk about that today. That's <laughs> exactly. a great yes. piece. <laughs> we always like to wonder. That's awesome. That's, that's the best part of uh, these discussions is the stuff that we learn. You, you never know, know where the new it's stuff take that you. comes out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just I love seesaw. It's great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it that's is awesome. There's actually a seesaw chat. I wish I knew the exact date, but Seesaw has their own chat. Um, and you'll see teachers from around the world who are using Seesaw wow. uh, share their ideas. That's um, cool. And, of course, they have a Twitter account, so if you want to connect with them there. And have you guys ever used the Shadow Puppet app? You know, a I, long I, time ago. Yes, I've, I've seen the Shadow <laughs> Which, Puppet. You know, you yes. say a long time ago. iPads have been out for four like, years. But, like you know, in you know, Internet terms, a long time ago, yes. <laughs> like a year ago no i'm kidding um so same creators you know and i and i absolutely love shadow puppet as well so yeah cool i'm gonna put that one put that one on the twitter also so what's uh what's happening with karen for the next are you going to be speaking anywhere are you doing any big workshops outside of your school district um well i have something big coming up again i told you i was working with early childhood and uh, all of the extra hours i put in because i don't get paid those extra hours you know the yeah. teachers do, but I don't. Um, and so what's neat is I think that the department's kind of adopted me because I'm, I'm willing to work with them. <laughs> they're like, oh, there's this crazy girl who's like, loves iPads. Uh, um, it's kind of turned into a passion, really. And so there is a, a conference in Florida, um, a national early childhood conference called NACI. Mm. And so it just had so... Uh, sorry, Bell. <laughs> it's a they, school. Um, no, yeah. imagine that. That's right. It just so happens that they said, "Hey, Karen, um, you know, we, we're, you know, they want to go to this conference again to learn more strategies on on making sure that they're integrating well. But it's not just with technology; it's just um, in general best practices with teaching. And so they invited me to come along with them. So I'm wow. so excited because, yeah, in our in our technology department, there isn't as much uh, um, money to send us to big conferences. So um, I, I feel like I was adopted." and they're gonna invest in my learning. And a week later, I was in the ECE chat, which is the early childhood education app, uh, chat, um, ECE chat, and um, someone had posted something about that exact conference saying they were looking for presenters to share for their tech on deck. And so I thought, oh my goodness, what are the chances? Right, that? yeah. <laughs> I live in Texas, it's not like that's like a, a quick drive away. Um, so I, I went ahead and, and applied. And so um, I, I have a conference call next Wednesday to talk about that, but they accepted my proposal. Awesome. So I'll share, yeah, a simple 
um, technology integration lesson uh, for early childhood there. And so I get to go, but I also get to, you know, share a little bit, meet some sure. people and network. And then again, those uh, teachers that are in that ECE chat, I'll get to meet some of them. Yay! That so, is cool. That that's is so cool. cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's what's going on. And then I, I decided to start my, um, my, my educational administration uh, degree. Oh. So I'm learning a lot about leadership and I'm not sleeping much, but reading <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. No kidding. That well, is awesome. Yeah. Don't know what the future holds, but I'm excited about uh, just education in general. So. Sure, that's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. That is very cool. Well, well, we we are excited for you too because uh, <laughs> every time I learn something new, I get I stay up later too, and I <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old, so that's important. <laughs> when I learned about seesaw, I created my own class, my own fake children, my own fake parents. <laughs> I've got I've got a, a couple <laughs> in there just so I could you know create something, send it to my parent account, try it out in my teacher account. Yeah. So I I lose sleep getting all excited about it. And then I get excited when I find a classroom teacher who's like, yeah, I want to try it. Let's do it. So yeah, Yeah. we completely, we completely understand. Myself is somewhat boring, but (laughs) (laughs) that is so cool. Yeah. It's it's when you reply to yourself though, that's when the trouble comes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, that's when it gets dangerous. Yeah, modern technology right. insanity. That is very cool. Yeah. Conversation with yourself. There we go. Well cool. Hey, we don't want to keep you all day. I heard your bell ring. Is that the end of school or you guys are out now? I forget you're an hour behind us, so it's three thirty five there, yeah. Thirty-seven, and I have an after-school training at four thirty, so okay. I'm gonna go get ready for that here in a bit. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. We, our teachers got new laptops, so um, I'm going to ah. intro them to, you know, some of the new things that are, are frustrating them. So sure, it'll be basic, but they get, you know, they're excited to just learn some, you know, <laughs> some things they can't find right now. But, sure, yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, so I've baby steps. You got to take the baby steps. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, awesome. Hey, thanks for. Uh, I, I never got to. You never saw me on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for being on the show, and uh, we will talk again. I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, we'd love to have you back anytime, and so David might reach out anytime. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe we get the whole crew on one time. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I swear, we've got to get a wide angle lens for that. I know it. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks a million for being here, yeah. and. Um, Good luck in all your endeavors. And Absolutely. if you ever need anything, you reach out to any of us. And I'll send Greg out to El Paso, and he'll stay a couple of weeks and help, <laughs> to, help the tech guys catch up if he needs to. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I understand. That, that, um, that challenge, remember, you can definitely find EdTech Chat and Chew on Facebook if you want to follow us. And we're yep. posting our videos every week and the, the projects that are the global projects that we're launching. So Awesome. Yeah. And then you can connect with Diane, Micah, Mike, and Andrea through that site as well. Yeah, awesome. we're going to blast yeah. Twitter here in just a second and get your stuff out there also. Yeah, yeah. So, very cool. Awesome. Hey. Well, I sure appreciate especially the late notice. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you being uh, able to you know jump what? in here and, and talk to us and, and and do some chatting. And we didn't get to do much chewing. Maybe we'll do a chat and chew. We'll do an edutech guys with chat and chew. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like a big party. That'll be cool. That'd, That'd be, be fun. Cool. Lunch. Yeah. There you go. We're going to talk about what you eat at the end. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. We cool. should do it. Yeah, we should do that it. That would be fun. Good. Awesome. All right. Well, you have a great one, okay? Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Uh-huh. Absolutely. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. Hey, that was uh, sorry. I can't find. I got notes. it for you. Hey, listen, you do gonna, it. You take over. We're, we're going to drop to a quick. Uh, we're going to drop to a quick AESA radio announcement. Uh, Edutech guys will be in New Orleans in December. 
uh, broadcasting live from AESA, so you check us out there. Uh, we shall be right back with some more EduTech guys in just a moment. Join EduTech Guys Live from the 30th Annual AESA Conference in New Orleans, December 2nd through the 5th. We'll be providing day-by-day -day coverage as we talk with presenters, attendees, and members of education service agencies from around the nation. Get rid of the noise and listen to the music with EduTech Guys Live, December 2nd through the 5th. Brought to you by Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative, Hope Public Schools, and the Association of Education Service Agencies. Hey, welcome back to EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.EduTechGuys.com. Um, uh, we were glad to have Karen on, and uh, you can catch her on, on Twitter, at uh, K-B-A-L-B-I-E-R. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, follow her there, uh, EdTech Chat and Chew. Uh, we're going to drop all this out on the Twitter here in a bit, and we'll have a show notes on the website as yeah. soon as we can. But, uh, yeah, some really great stuff. Hey, uh, got some new music this week, so we're going to jump right into it because uh, Greg pulled it off the YouTube for us. Oh, awesome. Uh, which um, uh, the, the, the artist is a relative of David's, and uh, one of my favorite artists who I listen to Nick C all the time now. So uh, there's a new chart of his, him and just acoustic guitar. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to be on his new album. He's now working on his new album. He's cutting a new album right now. So um, I'm going to let David take over and give a little little heads up about him, and then I'll drop the music in. Yeah, um, uh, Nick is uh, Nick C. Uh, he's been uh, in the studio the past couple of weekends um, and dropping uh, his debut EP. And uh, we will, uh, as soon as that uh, is all taken care of and produced and, and ready to go, then we'll definitely uh, let you know how to get a hold of that. Uh, but one of the things that uh, he just uh, put out on um, YouTube, uh, he just released an acoustic version of a song that's going to be on his EP, and it is called Built for Love. So take a listen to it and uh, enjoy. Just 
It's been one of those shows. Yes, exactly. It has. But that's okay. It's been, it's been great. Uh, it was great up until, well, until we took over. And then, oh, sorry, I keep <laughs> beating the table. Hey, listen, if you want to sponsor the Edutech guys, send us three great cardoids, some uh, <laughs> <laughs> with some shock isolation. And some shock isolation and some uh, egg crates. We were just talking. It's really interesting. We do this show remotely pretty much every week. Yeah. It started in the summer um, with our first show, the first week of June, I yep. think it was. And um, we did it actually in this room the first time over there at that table in Studio 24. Studio <laughs> yes. 24, yes. Um, Six feet to the left. We're now in Studio 5. And, um, <laughs> but it's interesting. We've done it from my office. We've done it from a boardroom. We've mm-hmm. done it. We've done it from a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. We've done the show. Exactly. And um, we need to take a picture of the setup and then post that on Twitter. Yeah, like, this, it, is, it, this is us. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's exactly. kind of a Frankenstein's well, monster of well, audio is, and electronics. But by the same token, um, you know, we, we have it set up this way. And, right. and we've got all these pieces and parts and that kind of exactly. stuff. Um, mainly because it's, what, it, it's the way we do it. But... Uh, if you're going to run your classroom, you know, over, if you, yeah, yeah, if you're going to do this out of your classroom, I, all you need, I mean, you could have, you could have your iPad, you could have your iPhone, you could have, you know, a, a laptop with, with, you know, just 
microphone access, right. you know, and internet access, and you could do exactly what we're doing, uh, you know. So, you know, yeah, I think it, I think we definitely ought to, especially today, the, the absolute Frankenstein the, the we've got going on here. today, um, just to give you an idea of what different ways you could be using it. But by the same token, understand you don't have to have all these pieces and parts right, in order exactly. to do And, this, you know, so. and that's the funny part. I never take a picture of everything that's going on here, and I never write down what I've done here so that I remember it. We were. I was just telling the guys at the break that that our, our link coming from the iPad that was running Skype so we could see Karen and she could see us and all that good stuff, I had it in the wrong channel on the mixer oh, this time. The where mixer. the last time I had run it, I had set the doubles, you know, a little better. Right, and so, exactly. but yeah, if you if you get the opportunity to set yourself up one, you know, you definitely want to set up one you could leave there. And so, right. eventually, we hope to have the Edutech guys in one place, uh, working off of. Uh, one standard, you know, setup and oh, all that kind of good stuff. Change it all the time, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I will have to give a shout out if you if you can. Uh, one of the best USB microphones out there on the market right now that's that you can afford. Um, that's that's great one is the Yeti by yeah. Blue Mics. What a wonderful microphone! I mean it. It, it can do anything, music, uh, board meetings, you know, lots of groups. In fact, the way we have it set right now is that Greg and, and David use it each side. You can set it to a, a figure eight pattern, right. which actually activates both sides, the front and the back of it, so that if you're doing an interview, you can use one microphone. So yeah. we, we actually kind of have a minimal setup here. I'm using just a handheld uh, uh just like a sure sm58 or it's actually i, I think it's, sure. it's an audix qm2 is what wow. it is so it's just an audix microphone and and i do have to actually get pretty close to it for it to you know get a good sound yeah, pick up a decent yeah. sound yeah but but that's okay if it was on a if i had a better stand so i could actually stand up and use it yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, i have no idea what you mean about that the four inch stand that i have i'm, I'm down like <laughs> talking to it but Oh, the vagaries of radio. The but vagaries it, yes, of radio. Right. But, but again, you know, uh, uh, those of you listening uh, who might be interested in, in figuring out how to do something similar in your classroom, uh, you don't have to have all these pieces right, exactly. and parts. Well, especially you know. when you're just starting out. You know, right. don't, don't spend a huge amount of money until you know that it's something that you want to do regularly. And if you want to do something regularly, maybe invest in a new mic or sure. you know, a mixer so that you can pull in Skype audio a little bit easier or something like that. But, yeah, yeah. definitely start out with just you know a laptop and the built-in microphone, that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with, I agree with Greg. You know, do your research and make sure you can get the stuff you want before you jump right into it. Right, exactly. Yeah. But um, once again, yeah, use the laptop and the mic that's on it. Um, you know, it's interesting. We were just talking about this yesterday, on and off. Uh, the EdTech Chat and Chew, mm -hmm. um, that one, um, they do a video podcast is what they do. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, that would be an interesting one. I would love to get feedback if you're out there and you go to www.edutech.com. I was like, what's he talking about? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little <laughs> slow today. Yay. If you uh, if you go to the website, uh, oh, www.edutechguys.com or catch us on Twitter at uh, edutechguys, uh, let me know what you think is best. Um, you know, we, we do. don't average a large number of listeners on the show. We keep doing it, though, religiously until we hopefully build a large listening right, exactly. group. Right. Exactly. We've had some great guests, so if, you, if you're not listening out there, you don't hear this, but... <laughs> <laughs> Tough for you, right? Talking to the people, addressing Talking the people who the, aren't listening. As my voice goes out into space. <laughs> anyway, no. What I was going to get at is, uh, it'd be interesting to know what your feelings are on oh which is better—just uh, a pure audio podcast or um, a video podcast, a blog or whatever. Yeah. You know, we do use uh, the Periscope and um, try yeah. to put the stuff out there on Periscope. 
but we also uh, are doing the audio. You can also catch us on the iTunes store. Just drop into the podcast area, search for EduTech Guys, and you can catch, in fact, all of our previous shows. Yeah. And there are some great guests on those shows if you want to. Yeah, we need to work up a page on the website that says you can find, you can listen to us or view us in all of these places. That's and have yeah, all of the places. All yeah. little places. That's a yes. great idea. Guess who just volunteered? <laughs> <laughs> that is why Darn we pay it. Greg the big bucks <laughs> yeah, the around big here. Bucks. Yes, exactly. Hey, listen, I left two rich crackers on your hood of your awesome. car when you leave. So. <laughs> hey, look, I, I, you know, and I don't necessarily mean to get into salary discussions while we're on the air, but Greg makes twice what I do for this but show. You get saltines; those so. are way better than Ritz. I'm right, sorry, well, you know. Well, you get the Ritz bits. Okay. So. Well, yeah. Hey, one thing that's coming up that we want to throw out <laughs> I have here no is no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I think they're just trying to do filler. Hey, uh, <laughs> coming up November 8th, 8th through the 9th uh, in Hot Springs, Arkansas, is the Schools Without Walls. Uh, check them out at www.schools.org, so the Schools Without Walls. Or you can just put SWOW in the old Google, and it usually pulls up at the first link. Um, uh, we've actually, I think we have applied to pros- possibly present there. Uh, yeah, we more, have. Uh, more yeah, on that in the we, future once we hear yeah. if they say yes or no, you guys are too crazy, <laughs> and we can't have you anywhere near real educators. That's right. So, well, but here's the thing. Um, we have we have submitted to uh, do an actual presentation there. Um, my gut feeling is that uh, we're going to be there whether we're presenting or not. Yeah, we so, are going to be there. You know, we're going to be at – uh, the uh, SWOW conference in Hot Springs. I know that Ginger Lumen, who we've had on the show before, she is actually their keynote and uh, keynote speaker, and will do uh, a breakout session or two uh, as well. Um, I I've not seen yet who uh, who else is on the uh, the list there, but uh, we'll be there, and we'll probably whip out our microphones and you know. Get to broadcasting. That's kind of what you know. We'd that's like the cool do, part, so. and, and that's really the truth. If we're there, um, we might find a place downtown. I know a few businesses, uh, coffee shops, and stuff that would love to have us in. Yeah, uh, the way that we roll, coffee talk. Oh, how cool would that be? We'll do a coffee talk. Uh, the way that we roll is mobile. We might set up in one of the parks there, or sure. one of the places downtown, and just you know, cellular it and go live right there and do the show from there. So we will be there. So you definitely will see us if you want to go to Eswell. And just to throw a, a thing, schools without walls is pretty neat. Uh, they've been growing. I think this is, is this your third annual? Does that sound fourth, right? I fourth think. annual. I think it's fourth. Yeah. Oh, no. We're both wrong. It's oh. the fifth it's annual. It's the fifth. <laughs> oh, it's just growing leaps we, and bounds. We, 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 just lo- we just lost our slot. <laughs> <laughs> right there. All right, let these guys on. I don't even know which one we're doing. Uh, we're doomed. They think it's in Murfreesboro. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we'll be Tennessee. there either way. So, uh, hey, uh, Harry Dickens, if you're listening, get us in, man. <laughs> hey, but, uh, and that's in November. Before that, in October. That's um, just uh, actually three weeks, two weeks away after this. Yeah. Week, we will be at the JAMF conference in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. We'll be at JNUC, the JAMF Nation User Conference. And uh, we're going to be up there. We're actually be attending. Uh, but as we just said, uh, there's a very good chance we're going to set up shop and, and we'll do some broadcasting um in and or around the the conference area, depending on uh, where we set up, but we're, we'll be we'll be live in Minneapolis. We're going to no matter what. <laughs> there you go. Um, actually, interestingly enough, that's uh, here at the regular uh, Edutech guys uh, weekly meeting after the show. We'll be talking about doing our um, our jump out from here, 
and doing our small breakout session at JNUG. So uh, yeah. I have some information on that I had not okay. yet shared with you guys. I, and, yeah, was, we, right. so, Greg, uh, Greg and I go, reaction what? On the air. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, Prince, <gasps> Prince uh, is from Minneapolis, and yes. he will not be visiting us. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he didn't visit us the last time. No, he there. did it. He's, Man, he's on a roll. He did not send a note telling us that he couldn't make it. He, so. did, he <laughs> did not. He did not, indeed. Hey, I, I tell you what, uh, it's it's been a great show. Golly. We're pretty close to the end. Here, uh, the, so I know. We it's, might also wrap this thing up. What do you think? Time's fun when you're having fly. Any good stuff you want to throw <laughs> out there that you learned this week? Um, I didn't learn anything. It's been a wonderful week. No, I'm just. Uh, Some big stuff going on here tomorrow. Uh, at um, Southwest Educational Cooperative in Arkansas. Well, uh, we do. We've we've actually got a. Uh, it's it's in conjunction with the career and technical ed folks, um, but it's it's a, a program that's being put on here. Uh, there are. Eight confirmed and and possibly one other one that, that uh, may come in. Uh, business leaders from different businesses around our service area. Uh, some there's uh, Hope and Texarkana, uh, Lafayette County, um, and uh, the uh, maybe from Falk area. You know I, I can't remember where they're all, but I, you know some of the companies Domtar and. Uh, some other, uh, definitely some other folks that are coming in. And what they're going to do is they're going to be talking to uh, teachers and other business leaders and students about what they look for in their prospective employees in terms of skill sets, in terms of um, the preparedness and, and start the conversation with educators as to and students as to what they need to know if they're going to apply to work at, you know, Tyson or Walmart or Domtar That's or, cool. you know, a myriad of places. We're expecting um, somewhere between 100 and 135 folks here. So it's going oh, to be wow. a packed, excuse me, it's going to be a packed house and uh, it should be a, a lot of fun, uh, very entertaining. Uh, learn a lot, very informational. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big shindig we got going on tomorrow. So we got nothing for Google Apps. You know, the crowd out there is, I mean, hit the chat, it's blowing Ooh. up with nothing about Google Apps this week. You know what? Um, the only thing I can tell you is actually nothing was released this week on Google <gasps> Apps. I looked it up. Uh, they are working on some stuff. But um, we, if you didn't that? know, if we didn't mention this last week, they changed the icon color of Google Forms to purple. We did that, yeah. We did that. Have we, have we have we talked about the uh, the the plus and period trick for email addresses? You know we haven't, and I tell people that a lot. So here's one for you. I'm going to let Greg explain it. Um, and so let's say you want to use your same email address as logins, right, for, uh, for multiple places, but you want to also you know use the same email address for the email. Right. Well, there is actually a trick inside exactly. the so old Google Apps. Just like uh, our guest today was talking about how she set up like a class with uh, she was setting up students, fake student accounts and a fake teacher account and that sort of thing. Well, most websites, they'll ask you for your email address whenever you're doing, whenever you're doing that. But if you've already registered once, they'll say, oh, no, you're already registered, just log in. Well, if you have a Google email address, and this applies whether you're a Google Apps school or if this is just a personal Gmail account, um, anything that's Gmail, you can add uh, a period anywhere in the email address, or you can add a plus sign and then any letters or words or numbers after that plus sign in the email address before the at sign. Um, and anything after the plus will be uh, treated as ignored by Google Apps or uh, any, any periods will be 
ignored by Google whenever the email is sent to you. So what you can do is you could say if your email address was, oh, uh, John Doe at gmail.com. You could make it john.doe and the website you're logging into will think it's a new email address because it doesn't match exactly, but Google will essentially pull that period out and say, oh, that's just John Doe at gmail.com. Or you could do John Doe plus and then, I don't know, student um, at gmail.com and the website will treat it as a different email address, but Google app, Google will treat it as John Doe at gmail.com. So it's a really handy feature for log creating multiple logins for a website without, without having to create multiple email addresses. So, okay, now, all right, um, if, if I do that, mm -hmm. all right, when the mail comes in to me, does it actually show that it is to yes. David in Arc plus Facebook yep. at Gmail? Yes. So, so you can create a label. I beat you to it. Exactly. Right. So yes, this is a great way to to have one email address with multiple email addresses. Right. Exactly. So yeah. that you can keep all your stuff neatly organized and packed away. Your feathers always numbered just for emergency <laughs> occasions. The only thing you want to remember with that is the fact that uh, you'll have to remember this different email address. So if you ever, ever want to reset this password for this email, this special email address you've created on the website, you have to remember, okay, did I sign up with John Doe plus <laughs> Francis or something? I can't remember. And so, so yeah. on the next show, we'll be talking about password managers. Bingo, yes. password managers. Dashlane, one password. There's a bunch of them out there. All so maybe we'll, we'll talk about that one. That is a handy thing for educators to have because Absolutely. we do wrangle a lot of logins and a yes, lot of passwords. Absolutely. Hey, uh, has it been a fun show? Hey, it's been a fun show. It's been a fun show for us. I hope it's been a fun show for <laughs> everybody out there who's listening, watching, paying attention, having us on in the background, not paying attention. <laughs> all, <laughs> all, the people, the above. all the people not listening to us out there, we <laughs> yeah, give you a right. shout out. Has it been fun for all of you that are not listening? <laughs> I bet it has. Hey, remember <laughs> to check us out, www.edutechguys.com. You can also catch us on the iTunes store under podcast. Just look up Edutech Guys. If you're on the web, catch David at David in Arc. You catch me, Jay Madlock. You can't catch Greg because he doesn't do Twitter. I um, but if you want to, <laughs> you can also uh, – Catch us on... Uh, it's the gingerbread it's man. The, catch us on the Facebook. There is a Facebook page out there, there with EduTech guys. Hey, uh, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm Greg Moore. I'm David Henderson. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.edutechguys.com The opinions expressed on this site this program to those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. This is Ross Romano from The Authority here on the B Podcast Network. It's the show where I interview people who know what they're talking about, and no matter your role, we have some recent episodes you won't want to miss. I spoke with Mark Miller, international best-selling author and VP of High Performance Leadership at Chick-fil-A, about his brand new book, Culture Rules. Kate Everly Walker, CEO of Presence and author of The Good Boss, joined the show, and we've had conversations with Baruti Caffelli, Peter DeWitt, Julie Evans, and many more. Join us each week for ideas to address your current pain points, new perspectives from authors you admire, and fresh takes from up-and-coming voices. Subscribe to The Authority Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.